Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. Hey guys, it's uh, Matt Z from the Optimus Futures Studio. Uh, good to be with you again, as always. Um, today I'm going to talk about skin in the game. Those people have skin in the game. What inspired me was a book that's called Skin in the Game. I suggest you read it. It's by Nesim Nicholas Taleb. It's a great book and it's, he was a trader. This is not a book about trading per se, but it talks about people who actually have practical experience versus people who don't have practical experience and their entire approach to decision-making. And he said something in the book that was just so profound. And he said that uh, people who have no skin in the game have no concept of simplicity and justify it with sophistication and you know it really obviously you know being in the trading business and being in the brokerage business everything that people say i say well can it be applied in our field in trading like people have no skin in the game and the answer is absolutely so what he said is this okay so you know in the world of internet that we're all exposed to there's always a lot of people who want to teach you about trading, okay? It's not my job to tell you who knows more, who knows less. I don't know those people. I Sometimes I'm, you know, I, I read trading forums and I see people are asking about uh, trading courses. Um, they're asking about, hey, did you, what do you think about this guy? What do you think about that guy? I'm a lot on the internet. I've pretty much been on the internet, you know, since it's, since Google started being famous, which was 20 years ago. And I'm in shock how people find those things. Like, what in the world do they click into Google to find those things? You know, it's like, like sometimes I look at the courses, you know, I don't know if they actually click things like, find me the worst trading course that I can study from. And then they make a list of that and then they buy all, all 20 of them. Like, I have no idea how they even find those things, right? But I guess, you know, some people are good in promoting themselves somehow. So um, sometimes I look at, so again, you know, I'm not going to go into what, what do I think about every single individual. And I'm not there to imply that all the educators are scammers because they're not. There's some people out there that actually know their stuff um, and and um, they actually teach um practical material i don't think it's the majority of them i think majority of people in trading do not know enough to judge 
whether somebody um, is good in trading or not, but because he sounds so smart and he knows a lot more than them, you know, they obviously fall into it. But but here's the problem with people who have no skin in the game. People who don't trade make trading, they cannot justify simplicity, right? So they cannot charge for it. You cannot charge for simplicity. You cannot tell, tell somebody, well, the method is really only 20% and really the majority of trading falls on risk management, um, you know, and, and, and other, and, and the mental game and everything else. So, you know, nobody would say that my method actually is irrelevant in the context of, you know, of decision making, right? And then teach them something really simple. Instead, you know, it's 10 indicators and 10 classes, and you got to learn all those process of this and process of that. And again, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a lot of material as long as it helps you and builds a foundation. And that's what it's supposed to do. But that's not what most people who have no skin in the game and how they teach things, right? What they do, they sell you gazillion indicators. They sell you um, a lot of material out there that you cannot use. It's not practical. But because, again, they have no skin in the game, so they have to justify their charges on something that you would say, yeah, I bought something. I got something. But a lot of that stuff, unfortunately, is not practical. So, you know, that sentence that he said that, you know, people who have no skin in the game have no concept of simplicity is not only applying to trading, right? I mean, Nicholas Taleb was actually talking about just people's solution to things, right? So when they are outside of something that they don't participate in, that they don't know of, right? And they look at it only from a theoretical thing, then they believe that the solution is not simple. Now, when people say that trading is simple, this is what, understand that what we should do is strive towards simplicity. Meaning that when you build a method, it should not be a method that is a code of 5,000 lines, at least when you're a discretionary trader. I'm not saying that there aren't programmers out there that can have that, but you know, even in automation, even if you have an automated code and it's just starting to have lines and lines and lines, and it doesn't have some sort of a coherent logic, it's, in my opinion, I should say, this is just my opinion, you know, I, I, it's not going to work. So again, strive for simplicity. Know who has skin in the game and who doesn't. You know, if your intuition tells you, you know, ask yourself, the person that influences you in trading, is this person trading? You really want to come out and say with a definite yes, these people trade. Definitely this person, you know, is trading. This person is selling me practical material. This is something that um, obviously, you know, um, I, I can use. If you traded in the past and you have real trading experience and now you went back to the marketplace to maybe purchase being, you know, or, or add to your knowledge by a book or by courses or by a lecture of series, I, I mean, a, sorry, a series of lectures, um, you know, then, then think about the concept of, you know, is this person trading? If your feeling is not that good, even if you bought it, it's okay. Listen, make the best out of it. But honestly, don't adopt everything right away. You probably have heard my previous podcast about not being influenced. And that's part of it, right? Don't get everybody to influence you. Always ask if they have, you know, skin in the game. 
um, if they actually have practical trading material currently trading, not just traded for a month and then decided that they've built, you know, six indicators and, uh, you know, and now you have to use those indicators to do it. But again, here's what I wanted to tell you. You know, there are honest people out there and they do build things that will help you in your trading. There are people like that. It's your job to filter out who is what and basically ask the right questions. And you can ask every single one of them, do you trade? You can ask them that. Now, you will find that somebody might say, no, I don't trade. But, you know, I built this product, you know, and it doesn't matter if I trade or not. Okay? And it's up to you then to decide if it's practical material that could help you. Because that can happen too. There are people out there that could... Maybe they have some sort something that they've built, you know, which is analytical by nature, but it doesn't really depend on trading. It's really more of a visual thing or something that actually um, is they don't try to describe as magical, right? So, for example, I'll give you an example. Let's say trading journals, right? There are trading journals out there and they measure performance. It doesn't matter if the person who uh, who build them, you know, trades or not, because those are ratios, those are graphs, you know, those are those kind of things. But at the same time, if somebody sell, tells you, I have some sort of a magical indicator, and I love when they call it proprietary, you know, proprietary, so, you know, they, they took six, you know, six technical indicators, put them in the mixer together, you know, added protein shake to it, and then they say, this is mine, this is my proprietary indicator, right? It's like, what are you talking about? It's yours. It's like, it's just a mixture of things together. And yeah, I mean, listen, you can, you can also do the same thing. Take six technical indicators or 10 of them, mix them up all together, send them to a programmer, you know, add a protein shake, put them in a mixer, and then you have your own proprietary indicators. Anyway, enough with the sarcasm. You understand what I mean. You know, just think about that sentence. You know, the people who have no skin in the game, do not have concept of simplicity, have to justify everything with complete crazy sophistication anyway um thank you to nasim nicholas talb i think he's a phenomenal writer he's great um that's basically it until the next podcast i wish you all the best in trading and uh i look forward um having you on board at optimus all the questions that you have please go to community.optimistfutures.com um, ask any question that you want over there about discipline, psychology, trading, mental game, software, indicators. And if you need an account, I'd love to earn your business. Um, it's optimistfutures.com. Everything is transparent on the site. The softwares we have, the clearing, we have the commissions, the margins, everything else. I wish you nothing but the best. And until next podcast, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, all under the username Optimus Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimusFutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again... Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures Podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss 
and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.